right. We didn't get a rose, but we're still here. I'm your host, Mike Carozza. With me, as always, my co-host. It's your boy, Chris Mejia. You're damn right it's my boy. And this week, we are guestless. The, due to the fact that this season of The Bachelorette decided it was time to move to Tuesdays instead of Mondays. Horseshit. 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 Taking this away is Tuesdays, horseshit. the best night to record. The best uh, What I don't record. understand, Mon- Monday Night Football does not air on e- ABC. It airs on ESPN. So you're telling me you're, but also the fan. Yeah. That's who's watching the bachelorette too. <laughs> like, yeah, man, come on. Think about it a second. I hate it so much. I'm very upset about the change and it's making it difficult to book guests. And also we've had a couple of guests uh, have to postpone. Uh, and uh, that's all I'm going to say. We have a, we do have guests lined up, but weeks in advance at this point. Like next week, and I'm saying their names out loud so they can't back out, you dicks. Uh, Andy Hall and Sarah Hillier are going to be joining us, as well as Megan Simon from Bad Sandy, the band. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, we got a couple pals showing up. Kelsey Ayer of Local Natives. We've been talking. He wants to come back. We're going to get him back. Aaron Edwards. Ooh, we love Aaron Edwards. He was great when he was on this summer. and I, Well, this summer in paradise. It wasn't this summer. It's like fall. You know what it- you know what I realized? I think What's the that? reason why everyone's so enthusiastic. Well, there's multiple reasons why people are enthusiastic about doing this podcast. But I think the main reason is because out of all of the Bachelor recap podcasts that exist, I feel like this is the one that people feel the safest to just really shit talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just to talk shit on. Right. They're like, um. Can I call? Can I say I hope Peter doesn't live? Is that one? I could say that. You know, that's what people get to say on here. Um, it, they're allowed to. They're welcome to it. I felt like I just say, said that. I didn't say it. You can't you, you can't use that in the court hey, of law. How can you say that about someone who's saving lives one slice at a time? You shut your pig mouth. <laughs> uh, that's a Kroll show quote. That almost Not made something me I tell people. Pro- Peter, that almost no, it didn't. No, it didn't. You haven't heard almost. that shit before every day of your life with some like entrepreneur type who's like, yeah, I'm going to open up a, a shoe store and, and that's going to I'm going to save I'm going to save lives one shoe at a time. And it's like, nah, dude, you got to sell two of those things. You missed out. You missed out an opportunity to be like, I'm opening a shoe store where I'm saving souls with each soul. Chris, are you already sitting down? Because I need you to sit down. <laughs> I need you to sit down right now. Anyway, yo, are you having a beer? Is that a beverage? Yeah, and I already spilled it on myself. <laughs> you just spilled it on your hoodie. Oops. I This is oh, actually this is my first one, and I, I haven't even taken a sip yet. I'm You've just never had a beer cl- before? Yeah, I've never. <laughs> Fucking. Got your ass. Tell me to sit gonna, down. Tell me to I sit hope, down. I hope Peter. No, 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 no. I hope Peter does cameo because I'm going to buy him a ca- buy a cameo from him and have him be like, this goes He's out my to my fan. number one fan, my Carosa. If I get that cameo, I'm burning my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Peter's for sure got a cameo, but he's got to do it like I got to include minimum three Italian words I don't understand. 
fucking idiot. I tweeted something out today that I assumed would upset Italians, but it hasn't yet. Um, it's that um, no one ever goes, how do you know they're Sicilian? And that's because Sicilians will always tell you. It's never, it's always pointless. It's Italians. Italians love telling you they're Italian, but then a Sicilian will be like, you know, as a Sicilian, this bathroom is occupied. Like, is that like the Italian version of like New York where people from New York will let you know they're from New York? It's the vegan joke, but about Italians. Got it. Oh, yeah. got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's literally true because I've been watching Kitchen Nightmares during work and lulls and been watching Kitchen Nightmares on my oh break my and been watching Kitchen Nightmares in my downtime when I'm not watching The Bachelorette. And the, um, the Kitchen Nightmares episode of ABC Bakery. Bro, I just watched that and I hope nothing <laughs> good comes to those people ever again. I hope that when they I hope when they pass away, everybody feels a weight off their shoulders because all the bad that they've done in the world has been rectified. I truly believe that the energy that they have collectively put into the earth is is worse than carbon emissions. I think that they're <laughs> awful. The way that she fired that hostess for saying uh, she she was like, uh, that's going like five B. No, wait, four B. She's like, are you sure? And it's like, um, you're fired, bitch. You're like, whoa, that is a teenage girl. You can't hire anybody in your fucking place stealing tips. Because, oh, no, they'll only get tips if they earn it because until they work like me and you're not letting them, you control freak ass. Anyway, I just watched it for real. Um, I was caught up in the drama when it was like happening live because the Internet was all about it. But uh, like watching that episode was a whole other level. And I hope I hear that apparently they're like accountants or something. Now they're just like out of that. Kind well, of they business. for the longest time, like they ended up becoming successful because people were going to the restaurant to, to witness. Yeah. To witness the spectacle and see if because because when you watch it, you're like, there's no way these people. There's are no way. There's but no way. These there's people are way. Real. And way then a people. certain amount of time in the episode, you're like, oh, no, they're real. <laughs> Not only are they real, they doubled the fuck down. They because they did another one, I think. I saw the one that's like they followed up with them and they're like, so do you guys think that you were maybe a little fucked in doing this? And they're like, um, no, it's only fucking haters. You hater, bitch. Gordon Ramsay, come here. I swear to fucking God, come here, Gordon Ramsay. They're pulling that shit. They're like, they even the went fuck? on like today show and shit. And we're crazy oh, they've done on that. so much, dude. They're fucking nuts. They're, they're, don't forget the nuts. They're nuts, dude. They're also anyway. a couple. This is going to be weird to say. They're a couple who I can't picture them fucking. Why would you make me try? <laughs> <laughs> I knew exactly that's what that pause was. <laughs> i uh i can't picture them fucking because i think it's it the first thing that came to mind was like we have three sons they just happen to be trapped in the body of cats and i'm like oh no she doesn't look at him at the house right like she's got to be all over those cats and she there was a clip of her describing the different meows of her cats and being like this one meows like this and this one he full-on talks he goes meow 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 and i'm like wow what a, and I speak cat, so I get it. I'm like, you fucking psycho. That's unlike a different kind of psycho to what she really is. Anyway, a 2013 was a long time ago, but you know what year it is? It's 2021. We have a new episode of The Bachelorette to talk about. 
we also have some bachelor news. Bachelor news is your corner. Chris, take it away. Wait, before uh, you do that, hold on a second. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at we didn't get a rose. Follow us there. Share our tweets because they're bomb as hell. Chris is doing an amazing job. He's very oh, funny it. on there. Stop and you it. should follow us on Instagram because we do a roundup of our favorite tweets that we found on Twitter night, Twitter night on the <laughs> dates. I, I night. still, I admittedly, I still tweets. need to post the other people's tweets. I, uh, it's been a busy week, it. but yes, that's what we usually do. So we do a whole fun thing. And so, yeah, check us out. We didn't get a rose at, we didn't get a rose on Twitter and Instagram. You can also email us at, uh, uh, we didn't get a rose at gmail.com. If you feel like saying some nice things, huh? How about that? Do that. It'd be nice, but also do it as a rate and review on, uh, on podcast apps that you got there, but also, uh, uh, Chrissy, baby, sweetie, honey, my lover. Don't steal my bit. I fucking did it. <laughs> Where can people find you? Uh, people can find me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch at Topamia, T O P H E R M E J I A. Um, Spelled like That's, the star of that 70s show. Yes. Uh, sorry. I'm trying to see if there's any new reviews or ratings. Oh, uh, you're looking no, us up? Yeah. No While you do re- that, I'll tell people where to find me. I'm at Mike Carroza, M-I-K-E-C-A-R-R-O-Z-Z-A. You can check me out on Twitter and Instagram at Mike Carosa, Twitch, Mike Carosa 91 but I'm not doing too much there. I will be doing a Magic the Gathering thing soon uh when the new set comes out i'll be opening a set booster on there that's coming out on the weekend of the 14th and then also that's the weekend of the 13th um also check this out listen to this you ready for this check this out you ready for this just for laughs release the compilation i'm on yeah released compilation of montreal comics uh i'm i got three tracks on there half new material half material from my my previous album because we recorded it literally two weeks after montreal was announced out of lockdown and no more curfew so we could do shows again and i was a little bit rusty but it was a fun time and it sounds all right sounds pretty good uh it's on the album doula midwife full wife i did not name the album i didn't even get to say what i my track titles were and they misspelled my name. So if you Google me, if you Google, if you look up the, the album, you'll have to look up Mike Carroza with one R unless it changed by now, which it did. OK, you can look up. Oh, nice. Ah, if you look up Mike Carroza on uh, Apple Music and Spotify, you'll find me. I'm in there and you'll find my tracks with the Stand Up Montreal albums. Hmm, that's nice. Good for me. There we go. And now it's time to party. Are you looking it up right now? Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Is it not popping up? (laughs) Try with one arm. Oh, that's right. It might also be one of those various artist things where it's like various artists and then it doesn't pull it up. Yeah, it's with one R. Fucking Spotify on Apple Music. It's with two R's. Yeah, so, it's with one R. Let me see if I look it up. Yeah, it's still with one R on, but it's correcting to two. Weird. All right. Well, look, just spell my name wrong and you'll find the three tracks. C-A-R-O-Z-Z-A. 
Yeah, fuck. Oh, also forgot to mention that if you live in the Seattle area, I run an outdoor show called Good Comedy. Uh, we're currently doing it at Bad Jimmy's Brewing. Yes. Uh, but can't announce yet, but we have uh, uh, a little more a stuff. Little preview. We have more locations that we're going to be expanding to, but we can't announce that yet. So follow us at, at Good Comedy Show on Instagram or look us up at Good Comedy uh, on Facebook uh, to stay in touch. And whenever we announce tickets for shows, I highly suggest you buy tickets ASAP because every show we've done has sold out. Uh, yes. We've had seven months seven seven consecutive months where each show we've had has sold out for this month which is this saturday uh we have one table left for the early show only one yep only one uh we're doing a double header one a happy hour show at five a late night show at eight o'clock uh eight o'clock is sold up five o'clock we have one table left so come through and party with us um yes bachelor news not really any news. Actual news. Not much. News. Um, well, actually, there's two things. There's two things. One, uh, you know, it was Halloween recently, so a lot of bachelor couples were posting their cu- couples costumes. Costume, like and Abigail one thing that was notable was that Justin and Natasha were spotted hanging out together. Now, does this mean In they're costume. dating? We don't know. Hmm. But one can dream. Um, one can dream. The other thing is there is some gossip floating around that there was to one of the gossip pages, you know, people can always submit stuff about, you know, some tea about contestants. And one person submitted that they apparently know a certain BIP quote unquote favorite, which I thought was weird because I don't think they've ever been like a favorite. They've just been like, I like them enough that I'd be like, he was my one of my favorites. So here's what it says. San Diego-based Bachelor in Paradise fave who is loved for calling people out on their bad behavior and left with his homeboy at the end of the show has a shady so, past. So, so it's James, right? <laughs> Aaron, uh, go ahead. It's definitely Aaron, just from that description. Yeah. Um, left with his homeboy at the end of the show, has a shady past himself. He purposely keeps quiet. He was living with his girlfriend while having a full relationship with another girl who happened to live down the street. Whatever happened to the good old days of cheating where they lived in different cities. Oh, this is the way you want to take it. This is the way you want to go. Back in my day when men cheated on. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, Back in my day. What day was that, Chris? (laughs) (laughs) You weirdo. (laughs) Uh, uh she lived down the street um of course neither of them knew he was public with both of them on dates now that is it's the audacity already of cheating and then cheating with a woman who lives that close to you but then also to go in public in the same city with like he just really didn't give a fuck Here's the thing. I misread this as them living together. I thought they lived together and not lived down the street. Because that was like the audacity of that part was fucked to me. If it was like they lived down the street and then he was like hanging out and they were kind of dating around like that's, you know, if they're not exclusive or anything, that's an agreement that you can have or whatever. Eh, You know, not my style, but like, you know, that's I guess some people do that shit, but 
I thought he was living with one of these girls and then moved out. No, he was living with his girlfriend, girlfriend A, while cheating oh, on her with girlfriend B, who I was see. living a block away. Then I misunderstood the girlfriend part. I do not remember this. Either way, Aaron, come on, man. Uh, he was talking about he, he bought my best friend presents and was with her constantly. Clearly not one to be not one to be judging other guys' characters when he's a manipulative psychopath himself. Once mm. my friend found out she once my friend found out she was absolutely devastated, I wanted to kill him for what he put her through. Damn. You know, girl, I know this is anonymous, but maybe not. Yeah, that's you know, a lot it, of information. <laughs> that legally you are in a bind <laughs> if anything happens to Eric. <laughs> Look, uh, let me just say that, Aaron, uh, if uh, you get killed, you know who it is. (laughs) I'm talking Um, to him as if he dies. Um, Let's see. She she ended up finding out and ended things. Uh, She reached out and told his other girlfriend and she moved out and left him as well. Five months later, he is on The Bachelorette acting like he was so righteous and innocent. We were shocked. He's a fraud and people should know the truth. Why are we shocked? He's always been a bro. He yeah, like this is a bro. bro beha- he's, he's a bro from SoCal. He's a bro. Like, of course, he's a SoCal bro. Here's the thing. I was shocked because of his seemingly principled. You know, his whole deal was like, you don't do that. You know what I mean? Um, and that was why it was shocking. You know, what was more shocking than that was Ivan's turn on the show. That's shocking. This I was kind of like, ah, come on, you dick. I think Ivan was more of like his back was against the wall. And right, I think his, but that his... was shocking, man, because you think he's oh, somebody right. who owns it. Yo, right. man, come no, on. No, no, no. I am all, I'm still disappointed in uh, Ivan for that. But We're not Riley level disappointed. We didn't get to yeah. do that. But it was something where, like, I understand. Not understand in the sense where I justify it, but more in the sense of like he was he like he felt like his back was against the wall. He was desperate and he was like figuring who he really wanted to talk to was coming on the beach. So he was like, I I gotta I I gotta survive. And like, here's the thing. Let's not act like everyone else on this cast didn't have a moment of desperation of trying to save their rose. But I think it was just like, (laughs) here's the thing. Of all the people on the cast this last season of Bachelor in Paradise who you'd think would have had a moment of desperation, somehow James was never desperate. You know what I mean? James James was like... James just got by, by the seat of his ass. James was like LL Cool J in Deep Blue Sea. Very surprised he made it to that. Right, exactly. But I think that was like... But at least LL Cool J made sense because there were rewrites because test audiences preferred him. To who was supposed to be the hero of the movie. So you tell me, were there rewrites that people all of a sudden like James? No, the man was just bland as hell. He's had nothing going on, or at least we saw nothing of it. Yeah. So I'm just confused why <laughs> of all the guys, how did like all the women kind of like monkey barred their way through James and he was just kind of the errant rose. You can tell James brings nothing to the table because he's a buff dude. And historically on this show, if you're a buff Buff dude, you will be the talk of the town. He is a buff dude and no one gave a fuck about him. Nobody gave a fuck about him. 
like at all to the point where Tia was like, ah, if you say literally anything right now, I'm going to pick you over the buff guy. And what's his face was like, uh, what do you want? She was like, oh, which fine. goes to show how trash what's his face was Blake, where it was just like, bro, you couldn't even do the minimum. Not even like, that. Like, I still think Tia made the right decision choosing she James the over right Blake. Call. I but, think Tia just by the end was like, I don't know. Let's make out, Aaron. That's nice. I'll find another guy someday. It's whatever. Yeah. I think she just kind of knew she was just like, Ugh. like it, it's my listen. vagina's not dancing. It was it was a final day of summer camp thing where you're just like, ah, no, fuck real. it. Let's yeah. make out. Yeah. Let's go into the bleachers. Like it's yeah. I don't blame Tia for that. And she's with a new man now. Man looks uh man looks very handsome and she looks very happy. <laughs> All that matters. Let's get to this episode. Let's get to this episode. I missed the first five minutes. What do we got? <laughs> I got, I went right into the G4 state. That's why uh, I was. At. I don't even remember what happened the first five. They minutes. must have just gotten a date card, right? They just got it, this it's date just card. like that intro mumble jumble where they just get a talking head of someone being like, I love this woman, even though I've only known her for 12 days. Like they just yeah. had those, one of those talking heads. Uh, but then, yeah, straight up to the uh, the Air Force date, which yeah. shout out uh, a staple of this franchise, a military. There's there's the group date uh, staples, uh, the sports date, uh-huh. uh huh, and the violence date where they have the food them, date, the the food date, um, the trauma. Also, sorry, the violence sessions. date, otherwise known as. Can you fight for my love date? Right. Yeah, uh, the that food one. date. The uh, can you prove yourself to be a man or can you prove yourself to be a woman date where it's yeah. like basically right. doing stuff that's textbook traditional gender roles. And uh, then there's the open up your heart and bear your trauma to me date. There's that one. And then lastly, today. which was this date, yeah. the military propaganda date. Military propaganda and the violence. Can you fight for me, Dave? Yeah, they decided to <laughs> mesh them both into one. They did them both. How the fuck? Uh, um, the only so- thing I I will say I will say one. I'm a sucker for. Uh, you know, say what you will about the military. Those Air Force jumpsuits. They know. Yo, okay, they- yes, those are dope. Those are dope. Those um, are dope. You can't just Everyone be anyone wearing me. those, though, man. I still ain't gonna lie. Fire jets are dope. I'm sorry. I know they're war machines. I know they're war machines. Chris. I know they're war machines. Bro. But they're cool. They go fast. <laughs> they go fast. That's what you got? You know what else goes fast? You know what else goes fast? Learning in a library when you are reading a book. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Fighter jets are cool. You fucking nut. You know what I like is bomber jackets. Those are dope. And like, yeah, I get it. But I, jackets are cool. I don't fuck with the military. I don't give a Not shit. Neither do I, I with- but they go fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're the ones who have permission to go fast, which is what nuts, but like also they got permission to do way too many things. You know what I'm saying? Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. Ah! Anyway, but um, no, I liked the uniforms, but then also sure. fucking Jay Ellis, who's starring in the Top Gun sequel that no one asked for. The um, remake, right? Or is it a sequel? It's a sequel. Uh, 
And Man, I don't give a fuck about Top Gun. Tom Tom uh, Cruise, Tom Cruise is in it. Which Is okay, fun fun little story. Uh, I because uh, I was I was talking about what was happening in the episode to my girl, and I was just mm-hmm. like, "Yo, like Jay Ellis was in it." She's like, "Why the fuck was Jay Ellis on the Bachelorette?" <laughs> and because she's been one. she's been watching Insecure, so she's like, "Why was Lawrence was, on the show?" Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, because he's in the new Top Gun movie." And she's like, "Oh, they're rebooting it." I'm like, "No, it's a sequel. Uh, it's a sequel because Tom Cruise is in it." And she's like, "Ugh." tom cruise like because you know who who likes tom cruise uh a lot of people do i don't so many people love tom cruise do you like tom cruise i don't fucking care (laughs) i don't have a hatred for him but i do think he's weird because of the scientology shit yeah it's he's a strange man but then there was like the thing during covid at the beginning when you thought we were going to get one of those like celebrity meltdown things and it just turned out he was like I oh I can't believe it. I can't believe it. What are you doing on set without a mask? All these people's lives. All these if this gets shut down, you're putting everybody out of work. And he's like doing that yelling celebrity thing where like, I don't you know, remember that. melted down, but he's doing this thing where he's like, it's about being safe. Everybody deserves the security. If this doesn't work, we're not making money and people's lives and jobs are at stake, you know? So, um, yeah, I was like, I, I was ready to be like, oh, shit, here we go. Everybody's going to hate his ass. And then uh, nobody did because that was yeah. just a good thing. Chris, you seem distracted. Did you forget something? Did you lose no, your phone? No, I dropped something and it disappeared. But uh, what you, you call it? dogs out there. Uh, what call it? Um, Tom Cruise. I was, I was my favorite fact about Tom Cruise is that because he's because uh, he's not as tall as most stars are. Uh, yeah. They always give, like, they always shoot the camera angles in a way that makes it look like he's not shorter than his women counterparts. Yeah. Uh, and I said that to my girl, and she was like, yeah, because he's, like, super short. Like, he's he's tiny. And I'm like, yeah. You know he's how like, short he is? Well, then I Googled it, and I saw Because I know Tom how Cruise. short he is. Tom Cruise and I are the same height, and I got real yeah, quiet. You know who's you know who's shorter than he thought he was? Did I not tell you about this? Mm-mm. I've been saying I'm five five this whole time, thinking my license was correct. It was not. I measured and I was like, okay, my uh, height is this on my license. I'm gonna check out what centimeters is in feet, and it turns out I got fucked up because I'm five three. I'm a tiny boy. Oh, and no. I was like, I'm five, five, baby. Don't you worry about it. Five, five. That's fun. Five, three munchkin land, bitch. It's me. And you Sorry, know what? Bud. That's fine. I don't care, man. I got a bunch of personality. And Daniel Radcliffe sick. is five, five. Oh, great. Rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that would change. <laughs> Who fucking cares, man? I'm a short. I've always been short. It is what it is. I just thought it was so funny that this whole time I'm like, I'm five, five. No, no, no. I'm sure I'm five, five. And someone's like, oh, shit, I'm five, seven. This feels like a bigger gap than it is. All right. That's wild. All right. Cool. Oh, I've always thought I was five, six. And then one day the doctor was like, you're five, seven. And that was the most important day of my life. Okay, Christopher. That was the uh, most important thing a doctor has told me. And at one point in my life, my doctor told me I didn't have cancer. And me finding out I was 5'7 <laughs> was a more important day. 
Chris, I don't like that sentence at all. There's a lot of <laughs> yeah, the look on your face, you're like, I don't know how to digest what I just heard. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like you breeze through a very important <laughs> I, detail. There were, yeah, you, uh, yeah, you, it's true. The thing. Um, anyway, we're talking about anyway, a show. So, anyway, so Lawrence is on the show, and some white dude who's also on the movie. But who gives a fuck about him? We care about Lawrence. Uh, shout out to Lawrence. I, I thought that uh, was just some like soldier guy. I didn't think that was an yeah. actor. I thought that was a. I didn't think that guy. was an actor either. But uh, Jay Ellis, shout now. out to Lawrence on Insecure. Insecure, great show. You should watch it. Uh, but they do a bunch of jet shit uh, because that's the whole theme of the date. Um, do they do a bunch of jet shit? Well, they do a bunch of like, like, like uh, athletic stuff, like to test. Well, they do the G force thing, which they get strapped to this thing that's like a hey, this is a gravity machine that kind of gets you through the idea of like this is what you're gonna experience when you're in flight pulling these maneuvers and you're gonna get thrust around pretty. You're gonna throttle the bunch and. They were like, do this, but also declare your undying love for Michelle while we're moving your body around horrifically. And so these guys are in this like. Just this machine that's meant to move them around so that they get acclimated to the fact that their bodies are not supposed to do this and they're supposed to be like. Michelle, your eyes are fucking sick. I love you. I love how you look at me. I love you, but not that way yet. But maybe I could get there. But also, so could you. And also, we should date sometime. You know, they have to say that kind of stuff while they're fucking freaking out in the air. It's all very weird to me that they chose this to do. Because, yeah, anyway. Peter goes up and he starts speaking Italian. And he starts telling Michelle things in Italian and the guys are like, ah, pizza boy is going Italian. Aha, we like it. And then we'll get stra- strapped in and goes. Uh, uh, he starts speaking in Spanish and but he's like motion sick. And Michelle's like, do you need a bucket? And he's like, nah, I need you. And she is way too impressed by that. She's like, that is not. No, I don't need. I don't need a receptacle to catch my vomit. I need you. To catch my vomit. Anyway, Chris, can you hear me? It that, feels like you're not answering anything. <laughs> no, I was about to say that um, the whole I honestly thought that was a that was smooth. The uh, do you need a bucket? No, I need you. Like that was you thought I that know. was smooth. I thought, I thought that was, was cute. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not about how impressed she was by it. She was like, oh. Ooh. Ooh la la. I mean, it was just like when you're like clearly nauseous. Yeah. And or like you're just really disoriented and you're able to like say a cohesive kind of somewhat smooth reply. Like I understand why Michelle was kind of into it. Well, Peter hated that that Will started speaking Spanish because he was like, look, he's basically doing my thing. He's copying my shit. Peter is snarling while Will is in there and he goes in a talking head. He says, one of my favorite things, he says, I gave Michelle my recipe of love. I gave Michelle my recipe of love and Will Willie verbatim, but in Spanish. (laughs) 
He was like, he was like that uh, Soja Boy meme where he's talking about Drake and he's just like, he stole, he stole me bar for bar, flow yeah. for flow. Yeah. That's, didn't you, that's what didn't you catch was. that guy? Didn't you, didn't you also steal that flow? It's like, what are you doing? You remember that? That was great. Um, yeah, I Peter just can't get over for no reason. I can't get over him going. I gave Michelle my recipe of love. <laughs> what a fucking dweeb. Listen, and then he goes, and listen. he says verbatim, but in another language, that's not verbatim. That's not how verbatim works. You could tell this man hates libraries because he and words do not get along. <laughs> fucking dunce. I hate Peter so much. I fucking hate Peter. That's I. I love that he thinks he has this monopoly of Bro. like. He's convinced speaking different languages. He's but that's the thing to him. He's like, I'm the only one here who knows a romantic language. Speaking in Italian, that's my thing. It's like, okay, do you have any family that speaks Italian? You're going to get mad at them. It's like, yeah, I'm going to be real for you. Majority of the times I've heard Italian spoken, it's because uh, mob movies Uh or loud arguing and and guido-esque kind of media uh the times that i've heard italian spoken the most is when my family wants to talk about someone who's present who doesn't speak italian you know what i'm saying (laughs) but then when we're not in quebec we go with french because i understand that better Um, are you trilingual yeah i don't speak italian fluently or I speak Spanish better than I speak Italian, I think. So you're quad quadlingual. Uh, yeah, I know a, a couple Bro, of Americans are so raggedy. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you don't speak. I barely that? know English. <laughs> Do you know any other language? I know like I used to know a little bit of Spanish. From Florida. Don't you know a little bit more than like a little bit of Spanish? I used to. I took Spanish in high school and then I just and then in college as well. But then I forgot. All right. Well, look, you know what? These two guys also speak multiple languages and they're about to go head to head, obviously, because the next part of the date is the dog fight where they're like they have to grab these. They have to go onto this beam and push each other off of it onto like foam stuff and Holding now like tell this. me why tell me why my dumbass thought they were gonna go in VR machines and do simulated dog fights because it fucking made sense. That's why. You're gonna tell me how you're gonna get this is like the American Ninja Warrior style thing where they got the massive Q-tips and they have to hit each other with them, you know. But in this case, it just is foam cut in the shape of maybe looking a little bit like a plane, and it's like not. They don't keep it yeah, straight. Yeah, what was with the why not just do the typical kind of like because the they, they had a theme going and Top Gun is paying for it so they want you to remember planes yeah this whole anyway, date was just a sponsored ad that's that's what it is it's literally all it is it's sponsored content by Top Gun Maverick and we're talking about it now and guess what the fuck I'm never gonna ever watch it not once in my goddamn life I've I'm never, gonna, yeah I've never seen the original I don't care for it it's not for me Anyway, point is they they do this. It's a physical challenge. And then they go Clayton versus Nate. They get the ex-football player 
up against the skinniest dude. And it's like, why didn't you pair up lightweights or something? You know what I mean? Make that make it a fair fight. Yeah, do a weight class, you know? Yeah, that's, man. That's how boxing does it. That's how MMA, UFC does it. But ultimately, you obviously know where this is going because it's Peter versus Will. And Will is embarrassing Peter. Just like <sighs> ruining him. He was, I don't know if this is a uh, okay term to use, but he was manhandling Peter. Yeah, dude. Like that was the only word I could think of that could accurately describe how Will was treating Peter. He was it was like him. it was straight up like he wasn't bullying him. It was the point of the thing, right? They they were given this context where they were allowed to and encouraged to, and that was like the game that they both agreed to play, not bullying when they're just doing the thing. But I will say this was like if <laughs> if like a huge basketball player played pickup basketball against like a four-year-old who was really cocky. And then the basketball player was like, okay, check the ball. And then the kid checks the ball and the basketball player grabs the child's face and throws him off to the side (laughs) and dunks and breaks the glass because for some reason, this outdoor court has glass backboard. Um, That's what it felt like. It was so funny to watch Will just, throw peter aside like it looked ridiculous um anyway they started calling him doughboy which is funny like doughboy go get him doughboy you know and then um essentially they crown a winner michelle crowns a winner of the date and it goes to will who gets a bomber jacket out of the whole deal and peter says enjoy your five minutes I'm a self-made man. Didn't need to knock anybody down. And my only other thing written underneath was this bitch voted for Trump twice guaranteed. This is a person who look pull yourself by your bootstraps kind of person. This is a man who like if you're Italian in Florida, if you're Italian in Florida, you're going to tell me that you're self-made. That's bullshit. You're not Italian like you live there and immigrated here. There's a second generation thing going on for yeah. sure. Peter yeah. is Peter. We find out his restaurants aren't even open and he keeps talking about them. If he's got money to sit on property and not open his restaurants, you know what I mean? That's like that's some guy that hasn't had the pressures of, you know, this idea of like self-made shit. This isn't self-made garbage. This is the same Trump shit. Peter voted for Trump twice. I I would bet so much on this. Anyway. I'm currently looking up. Peter's restaurants? Yeah. Well, this is the part where we find that out, though. So we go to the post-date cocktail, and Peter is wearing a sweater around his neck. Did you notice that? He's wearing a sweater around his neck like a scarf. Which is like, did you not watch any movies from the 90s and early 2000s where any person who ties a, a sweater around their Every neck guy who is does it is a villain. a villain? Immediately. That's what signals this as a villain. That's the uniform of I shut down community setters for fun. Like that's for the fun. uniform for that's that the type uniform, of person. That's the uniform of a man who like uh, doesn't tip and then like looks you in the eye and says service was great though. That's the uniform where someone who puts 
a cash tip on the table when they sit down Yo, and it like looks at the server three, and goes, five this dollar is bills. yours to lose. Yes. And then, and then, you, oh, hey, you brought the water to the table. It's on the left side. Okay. Well, I guess tips down five now. You know what I mean? Oh, um, the 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 avocado was cold, so I want a refund. Oh, sir, avocado is supposed to come cold. Mm, no, no, it didn't come cold. When I, I make it, I put it in the microwave twice, so it gets everywhere, and I lick the inside of my microwave. You guys did not provide a, a microwave for me to lick, so I would like my money back, even though I ate your weird version of avocado. That's what he fucking. I hate Peter. Anyway, um, they. They go to this post-date cocktail. Clayton spins with Michelle, which is they're trying so hard to make him likable and make us give a shit. And I'm just not there. He's like, look, Michelle, we had to get in the machine and spin a bunch. Do you? I, I was sad that you didn't get to have any of the fun. So how about we spin? And so they cross arms and they lock hands and they spin around like kids. And yeah, it's cute. But I'm just not feeling it, Clayton. I don't care. I just don't care. I he's, don't care. He's so. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Hit me. ABC knows this. Like they know we know this is the next Bachelor. They know we know. And they know that because he was already announced, especially after like <sighs> the fact that you know we all wanted like Michael and all that. We want. They that. know we have to make sure this man is outstanding. This is the best edit they can give him, which screams to me, he's so uh, astronomically boring. So boring. This is their altered version of him, and he's still incredibly boring. What, 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 like, if this is the most exciting stuff about him, what, what do they have on him that's nothing, like, less fun you know what i mean and it must just be like him he's just big that's just what it, he's just he's, he's just big. big he's big and he loves his teacher mom and, and what i hate football. is that i already feel like on his season it's just gonna be all of the women being like oh my god like clayton's like the total package he's like big and he's like sweet and, and he it's just like football they're just <laughs> there is just they're just naming off bare minimums which once again i Buddy. know I've said this repeatedly on this podcast. I know the bar is low for men, but just because the bar is low does not excuse dating the even subpar lower. Not at all. Never. Let me ask you this. Okay. Sincere question for a season of the bachelor Clayton season of the bachelor. Would you mind? Nay. Would you encourage us to become a hell's kitchen podcast? Just consider it anyway. They're at the post-date cocktail and we see Clayton and then Nate and Michelle talk about catching feelings and about how she's got to build back her trust and how it feels like it's coming back because these guys are doing so nicely. And Joe's like, I just check in on you. And Peter and Will are fighting. They're yelling at each other, but Peter lost his voice and calls Will a bully about the physical competition where they're literally supposed to like play to dominate each other like literally the whole thing it's like signing up for wrestling and getting pinned down and going that's a bully 
How dare you pin me down in this fucking sport where that's the rules to complete the match? How dare you do that? You're such a fucking bully, dude. You're a fucking bully. No, dude. Fucking fuck you, dude. That's bullying. It's like, where's your concept of bullying at? Real quick. <sighs> Real quick. You, were you going to tell me about the Hell's Kitchen podcast? or No, I was going to tell you I found Peter's Pizzeria in Florida. Oh, God. So I'm looking on the website. Not going to lie. The pizza actually looks good. Like, I'm not going to lie. It does look good. Pizza uh, can look good, but taste awful, dude. I'm not going to take that away from anybody. Don't worry about it. Go ahead. <laughs> that's true. So Pizza's Pizzeria, at the very top. It's a picture of his pizza. My opinion, good picture. Looks good. Uh, in quotes, quality pizza served by the slice. And then he, he has four menu items, featured menu items. So I guess these are like the signature selections. Um, and then you can pre-order. Oh, God. What? Merch. You can pre-order no. merch. No, no, no. Chris, get this off my screen. This is the description. Buongiorno! Don't you fucking dare. There's that many O's. There's that don't many you, O's. I'm not don't doing you a bit. Fucking I'm dare. not doing, I'm don't not doing a bit. Don't you fucking dare. I'm not Share doing this a on bit. my screen. Show, show me. Share oh, wait, it. Hold on. Share I was... I was doing it on a this different computer. So hold on. This is my so mypeters.com. My Peters? <laughs> His yes. name is my the name of the yeah. You gotta be fucking kidding me. The name oh, of you gotta let oh Peters? here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Chris, Chris, Chris. No. No. Mypeters.com. Awful. That picture's awful. I don't know. This looks tasty to me. Man, uh, I guess that it's just not shows a good that picture I have... of a pizza though. Oh uh, no. Alfredo sauce pizza? He's so proud about being Italian. He's got an Alfredo sauce pizza. What's he doing? What's he doing? His whole thing is to be an Italian guy who's so proud about being Italian. He's got an Alfredo sauce pizza. The, what, which Italian? <laughs> Buongiorno! Wow, pizza long... lovers! No, he put pizza lovers. Oh, you're right. Lovers. That many S's. Pre-order your favorite Peter's Pizzeria catchphrase merch today. You got to be fucking Slew kidding me. Soon for more merch drops. No. And hold on, because I don't want no, you to see what are all they? of the shirts. Oh, you son of a bitch. You are zooming in so I don't. Slice Appetite is one of the shirts. That, Sli- that says... doesn't even make sense on any level. He and then never it says, says it. It says the word slice appetite over and over in this in the uh, shape of a pizza. It's thirty dollars for now. No, 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 no. It's thirty dollars. This T-shirt that says slice appetite, a phrase that makes absolutely no fucking sense is thirty dollars. This man is charging thirty dollars for a T-shirt, a T-shirt that says slice appetite. That doesn't even play on the plate. I I need a break, Chris. We need to take a second. (laughs) Chow for now in white. Chow for now, claiming that as his catchphrase is absolutely insane. How many people have been saying it for years? $30. And then lastly, lastly. $30. American. American prices. <laughs> These dollars are American dollars. I've These broken my. Chris, Chris, no. I've no, broken my. No, no. And then the, no, the last one, no, you should have seen no, this comment. No. no Changing no, lives no, one slice no, at a time. No. 40 of my hard-earned Canadian dollars could go to buying a shirt like this. 
and it's on pre-order. Not even. Where in Florida is this place? Port St. Port St. Joe. Port St. Joe. You got to be kidding me. Where is this? Wow. His Yelp. I found his Yelp. Don't do it. I can't. We can't do. We are not even past the first date, Christopher. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got distracted. And now I'm so mad. I'm so mad about Peter. God damn it. Peter and Will are yelling at each other. And uh, Will says something like, hey, shut your mouth. And Peter goes, you hate my mouth because you wish you had it. And like, that's hilarious. Him calling him a bully based on the fact that it's like literally a physical competition. That's kind of funny if he knows what he's doing, because that's ironic. Sure. But he believes it. He just fucking sucks. And then. uh, Will says, you keep talking about this pizza place. It's not even open. And he says, yeah, we're opening multiple locations. Peter's Pizzeria and changing lives one slice at a time. And then Nate is in the middle of them as they continue bickering. The camera guy slow zooms in on Nate. Oh, my God. Very solemnly just keeping to himself. Disappointed that he's there at all. While Peter and Nate, uh, Peter and Will just keep going. Nate was the definition of I'm a mind my damn business. And it was the funniest shit. Well, then, you know, what's fun about after this part is that we find out that Rodney got the one on one. So Rodney gets the one on one. And Malik, when he finds out Rodney got the one on one, he's like to the camera. He's like, well, you know, Rodney, he's not like guy. And he catches himself and he thinks to himself, like, I can't say what I'm about to say. Rodney's not a contender, he says, which is basically Malik was like, Rodney's not good looking. Rodney's not a good looking man. Which one was Malik? Malik is the blonde tip. uh, Yeah, yeah. I mean, Rodney, like in terms, is he the most handsome dude on the show? No, but he's still an attractive man. He's not ugly. He's not like that. That's the thing where like that's got to be a blow where like you could still be an attractive person. You go on the show, but because you're not like like hot. Like hot, hot, yeah. you'll be considered ugly on this show. Insane. So, yeah, I didn't like that. Oh, man. Martin talks to Michelle at this post cocktail and she's like, well, uh, you pulled me aside and checked in on me and I like that. I don't get it. But then they smooch and I'm like, oh, is Martin really the only person who said something or like. I don't know. Martin, Martin feels like he should have been a day one gone guy. Like, I don't understand what he's doing there. Uh, Peter puts on Will's bomber jacket and he goes, it looks better than me and then walks over to the pool and throws it in the pool. And he goes, it looked a little dirty, so I gave it a bath and he comes back and says it to the guys like he thinks they're all on his side. Which was like the most childish shit. Like, what what is there to gain from doing this? Like to emasculate? He thinks Will is bullying him when that's what he's doing. Like that was like 
that's such like, how do you expect yourself to woo Michelle? Yes. Knowing how Michelle has treated this behavior thus far. Yes. Yes. By doing one of the most knowing that you've been on thin ice with Michelle, too, by the way, she also put him on ice. Look, man, I. Uh, the guys are kind of saying like, well, that was fucked. You know, that's not cool. And he's tells Clayton, don't get involved, you know, mind your own shit. And, um, you know, and then he, Will's like, I don't want to ruin her night. And then he, he's like, he's the bigger man. He walks away. He's like this whole time he preaches respect. And he's really pushing my buttons. And that like I was talking to kicks in the group chat and she was like, I don't understand why Will got that way i don't understand why he got crying and and how he got that emotional and i'll tell you why that's because we're not seeing all of the chirping that peter's doing because guaranteed there's guaranteed this man this already little man who's been made the field even smaller was has been lashing out at will since that moment in the classroom and this guy's been chirping at will and doing little things to make his life difficult in that space peter has been bullying and torturing will for sure and will's just like if i react then i become a fucking problem because if i react people look at me and they think well that's why he's got to be aggressive he's got that hispanic temper that we all know about instead of the italian passion you know what i'm saying what a fucking weird double standard here but peter was definitely going at will if will is being pushed to this point at this event alone there's no chance. Will was probably like, I'm containing myself every moment of the day. And I finally, I need to release, but I can't even do it in the way that I really want to, which is to drown Peter the way he deserves. I want Peter to drown. Cause I mean, even if, if you think about it, like when he, when Will wrote Peter's name for um, the spelling challenge. Bro, uh, he was relieving the tension. That that was something that it almost kind of felt out of nowhere for Will to be the person to do that because they didn't really show any animosity between them Man. two. So because of that, yeah, it's when I saw that either A, there was a bunch of shit between Will and Peter that we weren't shown. Or B or the house, man. I think or the house. just that guy in the house. And Will's like, man, this guy's a clown. He the kids are calling him out on it. The kids had been calling him out on it. Yeah. Or B he misspelled entrepreneur and drew a pizza. And she's like, it looks like a bad ice cream cone. It's like, I, I run a pizza place. I, I you kids like pizza, huh? And then Will was like, dude, this guy fucking sucks so much. My other thought was like, maybe this just triggered some sort of like trauma or something. Possibly. But I think it's Possibly. more likely that there's just shit that we have. It's the seen. shit that we don't see. I bet it's yeah. that buildup stuff, man. I, I, I've been there before where someone's just been very annoying at a job. You ever have that one guy who's just mm-hmm. absolutely on you for everything? Yeah. And no matter what you're doing, you're like, man, if I could shake you, I would do an, a way better job. Like the if, kind I, of- if I could travel back in time and shake you while you're an infant. Oh, I no, would. I meant if I could shake you off, like get off oh. my ass. <laughs> but you're like, if I could shake you physically. That's what yeah. I thought you were, you were trying to imply. Nah, but also, I will my other job who was really on me about everything. And I was outperforming other people, but he was always up my ass because of something. 
and I transferred to another department and was killing it in there. And he was like, so why don't you come back? And I was like, you, I don't talk to you anymore. That's Damn why. That. If you're working for this team, I'm not coming back. There we go. And you know what happened? I went back to the team when he moved to another one. <laughs> so suck it, dude. Anyway, we go to the group rows. Who do you think on this date would get the group rose? You know what I mean? Will wins the bomber jacket. She admits to Nate that they're catching feelings for each other. You know, uh, you got uh, you, you got Clayton who spin, spins her. And Joe's like, you know, I just want to check in. You're thinking all these guys. Yeah, sure. One of these guys makes sense. Martin gets the date rose. And I do not understand. Something about Martin feels off. And it's not just a conversation where he and Jamie... We're doubting Michelle. It's just from day one. I'm just like, I don't know if I like Martin. I don't understand him. Martin brings nothing to the table. It feels that way. Like he just doesn't. I have nothing against him. I do not think he's bad. I just have no, like, honestly, I would have thought like, because I was like, or at least give Will a rose because he won yeah. the challenge. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I want Nate wants- and Joe to always win the roses. But Same. Like- Nate, Nate, when he proposes to Michelle, he's proposing to all of us. You know what I mean? That's how it's going to feel to me because I want him to love me the way he loves. Okay? Nate's perfect. He's my he's my number one. I, I'm... Uh- We'll get to it later. Actually, I'll, I'll say it later. I'll say it later because uh, I don't want to spoil. It's about the preview. Yo, okay, I'll, let's I'll not say get started. Uh, yeah. But do you want to go? Do you want to go into? Well, they made Will pick fine fucking fish out his jacket. They made us watch Will struggle. With that, that was a low. I saw a tweet that summarized it perfectly. That was like, this would be a low moment for any man, which mm. is like, the moment of like having to clean up a mess made by someone else who was being childish because like at the end of the day at the end of the day like it's not buddy there's like four weights on that thing there's like four pieces of not just that but it's like not only that but there's a disrespect thrown his way it was Mm -hmm. something that he earned for standing out in the eyes of someone that he does like and has a connection with it's something that like production could have fished it out for him He'd already had a rough night as it is. And it's just like those jackets are already supposed to be heavy. And, um, and that with I, water. And I think because, it's, yeah, they, it's like the symbolism of like I are like Michelle gave this to me. Yes. Like if like if my girl got me something and then someone threw it in the water, I'm gonna fish it out because it's like I'm not going to just yes. let this gift go to waste also that's a nice ass jacket i agree even if you come out of there with just that jacket like jacket jacket. you can't put that in the dryer you gotta hang it upside down from some like clothing wire like uh, in fact it would be insulting if he was okay with letting it be in the water and just walked away because it's like so this gift that michelle got you or gave to you as a prize Mm -hmm doesn't mean shit to you you're just gonna let it just because some child threw it in the water like mm. i i think it's thankfully i didn't see anyone be like oh he cares more about the jacket than michelle i didn't see anyone say shit like that on twitter but it was mm. like very clearly like just like you said there's so many layers to this it's not a materialistic I think the guys understand yeah 
That's what I'm getting at. It's like a lot of these guys are. And, like and Nate tried to tell him, like, Nate tried. This is why Nate's yeah. a fucking king. Because yeah. Nate was like, bro, if you just, if you just chill. It's going to mean a lot more. You are going to look so much better. Yeah. And like, I understand why Will was just like, because Will even tried to say that back of like, I hear you. I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But I want to punch this man. But I, I want to fight this man. And it's one of those yeah. where it's like, I get his response, but also sh- shout out to Nate, where it was one of those like, he gets it. He gets it. And it's like, it's one of those like, you, like, you know, you just want to do everything you can to beat the shit out of this man, yes. but that's not going to get you anywhere that you want. Not like it's all. Nate was basically saying, "Will you got to pick your battles, and this is not the battle." Mm. Mm. That's it, and he's right and good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I um, I hated this. I hated having to watch Will Fish's jacket out. Yeah, I really, I really, really wish we could have seen someone from production doing it. Like, I, I don't, I don't understand the value gained on a production standpoint for having to see will fish that jacket out of the pool. Like, who's that for? Who's enjoying that moment? You know what I mean? Right. Anyway, I, I didn't, I didn't care for that at all. I don't like it was, it was like, we know y'all have interns. Like you know, not tell just me- interns. You gave him the fucking poll. You know what I mean? You gave him right. that fucking whatever. It's not even a net. It was just like a hook at the end of the poll. You know what I mean? So you gave him that. Also, anyway, I'm trying to look to see. Actually, I'll wait till we get. Never mind. Keep going. Keep going. We're on the one on one. Yes. Yes. I'm going to be real with you. Yeah clocked out during this date i got a lot to say but i'll do it quick okay so rodney uh voices that he thinks of himself as a bit of an underdog like i might not be the biggest guy or the best looking guy but you know i'm i'm a fun guy or whatever he thinks he's an underdog in the room and i identify with that i get that 100 percent um why do they have to be feeding each other blindfolded like how did this become their thing anyway michelle feeds rodney a bunch of stuff um rodney feeds michelle no wait rodney feeds michelle stuff and he feeds michelle pizza and she goes pizza but according to rodney it's lasagna and that's cute as hell that's really sweet i like how their dynamic is very jokey it's very sweet i like them together they're playing off each other very nicely they get handcuffed uh at the wrist each other they have to be together and they have to like open boxes to find keys and uh, to find the key to unlock the handcuffs I love their energy throughout this. I thought it was very sweet. And then um, Rodney had to streak in the lobby while Michelle went on the uh, uh, what's a megaphone to yell. This is our journey. This is our journey over and over again. But it's in the lobby of where everybody's staying. So all the guys get out of their rooms to come watch what's happening. So everybody comes to watch Rodney fucking streaking in the lobby. And I was like, that's unnecessary. I don't understand. This guy's already like, I'm the underdog. I'm like this guy who like doesn't understand how like, you know, I I understand where Rodney is. I understand being the underdog, feeling that way. I know where he's coming from being like, I'm not the best looking guy here. I'm a fun time or whatever. 
But to be like, I got a streak in this lobby while these hot hunks come out of their rooms and look over and be like, man, he's always just trying to get a laugh. You know what I mean? He has to do this. You know what I mean? Like that kind of shit really irked me. I didn't care for that at all. But I will say the only thing I liked about that was that when the guys came out, this was a very golden opportunity to do the typical like fucking what's happening here you're just yeah. gonna run around Nate but then all of them were just like egging him right. on like yo Rodney let's go but I you know what the difference weird. here is is all these dudes also don't see Rodney as a threat to their relationship with Michelle that's, so they're seeing it as like true. this is a all right man enjoy your time dude you're fun we like you oh he's like a master that that's is thing. a good point if they saw him as a threat then they'd probably be Pulling yeah. a Greg when Greg was seeing the hometown day. Bro, that fucking dude. I hate him. So I they end up having that. a chat. They talk about their worst fears, and Michelle's like complacency. And Rodney's like, not having kids and a family before I die. And I'm like, that's okay. Essentially, Michelle eventually says, like, he's chipping away at that friend zone. And I'm like, okay. Where's you been? Okay. All right. Cool. I was Wait, like, who said that? Michelle says in a talking head, like he's chipping away at the friend zone. And he's and I'm like, you guys have. I thought there was. You guys have made out and like been smoochy and stuff. Why are you taking a? This is like the same shit with Katie. And when mm. she took Connor on that other date where it's just like, yeah. why are you wasting a one on one on someone you have a friend dynamic with? Like, I don't. Well, that's the thing is Michelle kisses Rodney, too. And I'm like, I think she wants to see if there's a spark there. And for him, it's like out of this world. They have a dinner on like on like a pier in the water or something like a floating. I don't know where it is. They're having dinner on on the water and they're having a conversation about, you know, Michelle was like, I was called the N word and I was dating a white guy at the time and I got home. And I tried to explain my day and, you know, he just like couldn't be there in the way that I needed him to. And it was very frustrating. He was like, I had a similar experience and they're bonding over that kind of thing. And it was just a good conversation all in all. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, I've mentioned this on the pod before. Uh, White people, just to let you all know, when black and brown people going on dates with each other, there is a portion of our date where we bond over talking about y'all's bullshit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, the amount of times that I've gone out with, like, not a lot because I've lived in white majority air spaces, but, like, the times that I've gone out with someone who is a minority in some way, shape, or form, and just a portion of our date where we just look at each other we're like, white people, am I right? And then we bond. It's just, yeah. like, the amount of romance that is being created because of... <laughs> yeah. Just- <laughs> being annoyed by white bullshit is hilarious so that's what this date was where it's just like it was just textbook that of just being like racism am i right yeah Yeah. all right yeah let's make out like it's just i mean even now when i think about it like before i was even dating my girlfriend for real like this dude was being racist at her and she came up to me and just like kissed me in front of him to get him to stop hitting on her because she's asian he's like you know that's my thing right i love asian chicks Asians are tight. You know? What, Fuck yeah. When would that work? Asians like, are cool. Like, and it's cool. I meant cool. I didn't mean to say tight. I meant cool. He was being racist, but he was like, Asians are my thing. Asians are cool. And now I'm realized. Anyway, point is, yeah, I was like, 
I don't know, man. Even ah, fuck. I wanted to hurt that dude so bad. He was a French guy doing French comedy on a bilingual show that I was also on. And I had to go up after him. And he from the stage was like, oh, Asian girl who doesn't speak French, huh? Well, now it's time for me to say the nastiest shit I want to do to her and see if she can catch it. Because and he was. Yeah. Anyway, I wanted to hurt him so bad. And I just went up on stage and was like, I promise I won't be racist or disgusting. And she was like, was he? And I was like, he was the worst. Anyway, I'm going to do my set and then uh, I'm going to make sure that he never does one ever again. Um, he sucked. Name Point names. Is, I don't know his fucking name. It's probably like uh, Jean-Francois Duham de Chantes. You know, whatever. It's, it's just like, I don't even remember a name. It was inconsequential at best, but what a racist shit bag. Um, anyway, the Rodney date. I thought was very playful and fun. And I thought that their dynamic is very nice. They laugh together. They have a nice time. They have good chats. He's present and very like attentive. And she's appreciative of that. She's like, my parents, they laugh together. And that's what I admire. But you have a vulnerable side to you that is also very playful. And it makes you easy for me to open up and be me. And he says that about her. And uh, then she says she feels safe and vulnerable and that he's always like, he says he thinks of himself as the underdog. And she says, you know, you say that you're the underdog and you're not the tallest or best looking person in the room. Um, And she's like, but I see, I see you in that room. You know what I mean? And I see someone who is not an underdog. So she offers him the rose. And so one of them makes an absolutely they say absolutely i hated that they kiss he gets the rose and he says michelle could be the love of my life real sweet sure group date group date which by the way when we got the group date card before jamie says <laughs> i don't know i'm on this group date with these other men they uh it must be tough for them because they have to compete with me i've already been on a one-on-one have a better chance with them these guys are these guys ain't shit. Um, uh, the thing is, like, they have to go on here with the false hope while I'm out here knowing that at the end of my journey, I know I get the girl. And I'm like, you disgust me. Um, they walk into. Yeah, I don't ahead. understand. Especially on the show when anyone thinks, oh, I got it in the bag. Well, because it's for just. Dale. Dale and Greg are the only two men who could <laughs> confidently say they had it in the bag. Yeah. Um, but everyone else is just like, my God, it could change at any second, bro. Michelle uh-huh. was a late addition and she went far. Yeah, we did not know that that was possible, especially since Matt was like, hey, Heather, drive back in that minivan, <laughs> please. <laughs> anyway. Um, the guys, the group date, they get to the room and it's, it's poetry. They got to a room and Rudy Francisco is a spoken word artist, a poet. He's doing a poem. I do not care. I don't care for this stuff, but Chris G is freaking out. He's like, that's Rudy Francisco. That's the whole reason I got into poetry. That's the whole reason I like spoken word. I I'm losing my mind. And he's doing spoken word voice like Kick said. Disgusting. 
And then Michelle goes, that was absolutely beautiful. And I love that she was struggling for a compliment because that would also be me. Um, and the next note I have is Chris G needs to tone down the poetry voice. And then the guys are just writing poems. And here are my notes from that. Brandon rhymed loss with lost. Bars. <laughs> oh, man. He's, he said a whole lot of nothing. Chris G went like, he just like did the voice and then he said bring out the best of me bring out like very canadian out you bring out the best of me he was trying way too hard i get that this it's is his, his thing. thing it's his thing it still felt try hard because his whole deal is try hard bro this is not a guy that i think of and think this man is not trying hard I think this man is, hey, Chris, relax. Take it easy. Sit, Chris, Chris, kick your feet up. Tell us how you really feel about one thing. Do you like cheeseburgers? He'll be like, man, cheeseburgers are the world to me. You know, I love cheeseburgers. You put the cheese on a patty and then he has to stand up and start talking. I'm like, no, Chris, sit down. Are they good or are they bad? It's like they are good. He's the guy who, when they you ask, so hey, good. how's your day? He answers yeah. truthfully. <laughs> yeah, no matter He's like, how. Actually, it's not that great because this is not. It's like, nah, bro, we're in an elevator. I'm trying to leave. Hey, <laughs> how's it going? Well, you know what? I had myself a really good day. Tasty coffee on the way in. And I'll tell it's you what. too many words, bro. It's too, too many, many words. words. Also, you know, of which, speaking of bro, I just want to say I was looking at Bachelor data because Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to see if because of Jamie's actions, if he had a decrease in followers, he did it. Uh, but they have because a statistic they did not have followers before. Uh, uh, they they record how many the most popular words per episode. Uh-huh. Uh, the second most popular uh-huh. word, the first most popular word is time. This said 142 times in the episode. Total, actually total in the whole season. Sorry, in the People whole season. Are counting words on this show. That's fanatical behavior. That's fucked. Uh, the second bro. highest word that's been used. Mm-hmm. Bro. Hell yeah. Bring it back for At real. 51 times. Oh, that's not as bad as time. Oh, anyway. I mean, look, bro. Listen up, bro. Bro. You know who I you know who I hated a lot? Just Which like everybody else hate, watching. I hated this bro right here, Jamie, who says, I lost my book. So instead of a personal poem, I'm gonna tell this story. And Casey's like, Yeah, he just didn't do the thing we were asked to do. He just came up there and said a parable that like no one's listening to. And everybody's like, Jamie's doing this garbage shit. It's not even fucking worth our time. And like, he's not opening up about anything. He's not getting personal or anything. And Michelle goes up and does one and talks about being tokenized and her experience growing up and being like, you know, um, I, I don't have enough notes on this, but her experience as a biracial woman in America and um, they give her a standing ovation which my notes was also like standing ovation lol chill like you know what i mean that's my my 
yeah. my impression there. They just trying to fuck. Like it, it was a, it was a cute like. it was a cute poem because you know it came yes. from a, a good place. It came from and a good it, place. It was talking about was... real experience. Yeah. But also, let's not act like it was Maya Angelou just fucking Maya Angelo, <laughs> Angelou, Angel. Whatever. <laughs> you hit it with an Maya Angelo is my grandfather. <laughs> That's how I said Maya Angelo. I am Maya Angelo. Uh, oh, wow. cannolis. I'm so sorry. God, <laughs> that feels racist you, when I do you it. You can't do that voice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, like it, I was uh, my note said just standing ovation. LOL. Chill. <laughs> Made yeah. myself last. Um, Maybe just trying to fuck. That's why they did that. That's a wild move to me. And then Jamie in the talking head goes. I've set the standard for being transparent. I was like, excuse me? Excuse me? Mr. Mister, tell Michelle that you saw her. With no, a... he did. What's that? He did. He set the standard. Explain. Because being transparent means everything's out and open on the table, right? Uh-huh. And he revealed all of his feelings later on in the episode. Ah, you piece up. of shit. You fucking, <laughs> <laughs> you fucking asshole. I was over here thinking. <laughs> uh-huh. So I was about to be like, Chris, did you forget that he didn't own up to fucking everything up in the house? And you, you were, were like, ready no. to quit this podcast. I was ready I to be like, did you finish eyes. the show? Anyway, he says that, and then we cut to the guys. The entire time during this date, we keep cutting to Jamie going like, I don't know why she's wasting her time with these guys. I'm clearly the best guy. What do you think about, like, why are they even bothering? Like, it's really just in the bag for me, that kind of thing. Meanwhile, Michelle is talking to Brandon, and uh, does she like Brandon because she speaks at the level of her students? Because that's the only thing I understand. Because Brandon talks like a child. Because Brandon is a child. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, um, Leroy gives her a kente cloth. Uh, Yo, Jamie, shut up. And then Jamie sits down with Michelle and he kisses her tongue first. Those are Uh, my notes. Yeah, that's exactly it. I missed that part. The tongue first kiss? Yeah. My stream. So during this whole date, my stream was bugging out. So I was catching just pieces of it. Buddy, find that moment because it's gross. Who does the group rate, uh, group date Rose go to? Brandon. I do not get it. And then I also had, ha, 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 ha. Jamie's been talking so much shit like he's getting the Rose. <laughs> I'm glad Brandon got the Rose because I think that was the biggest dagger that could go into Jamie's chest. Jamie's like, I'm a biotech CEO. This man doesn't know, uh, doesn't understand that loss and loss aren't like, those are low-hanging fruit rhymes. The fact that he lost to a child, I think, really cut his ego. And then as the guys are all leaving the date, Jamie goes up to a producer and goes, can we just talk for a quick second? And he's talking to the producer about how he's better than all the guys. He's like, Brandon, really? You guys did this national search for the best guys. And like, where are they? You know what I mean? Like, I'm here. But like, really? These guys aren't up to my level. Oh, so he pulled a producer aside? He pulled a producer aside. While they were all like funneling back towards the wherever they're staying, he moves right and goes, can we talk for a quick second? 
and he goes to because I missed shit. what's what started this conversation. So the fact that he sucked, it would be one thing. It was just like, yo, I'm gonna take a piss, and then he like left the bathroom, and producer was right there, and the producer was no, like, no, hey, no. how you pulled him aside, pulled them aside, and then he says, it kind of feels like Michelle's on spring break mode. You know, it's a turnoff. Just Which having fun dating just, all these guys. That was Jamie just in a roundabout slut way shame. of calling Michelle a slut, yeah. which is like she's not on spring. In fact, if you would, if you've been paying mm. attention, Michelle is very clearly taking this seriously. Mm. Because if she wasn't about, if she was just trying to have fun, which mm. all her bachelors and bachelorettes of past yeah. years very clearly. Just trying to have fun. Peter Weber. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll name that. I'll, 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 and I'll stop there. I'll stop there. But mm. Michelle, in my personal opinion, taking this very seriously. And I don't oh, yeah. mean the fake serious that Katie did of like, you have to be here for the wrong reason, right reasons. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you weren't yeah, yeah, yeah. like Michelle very clearly, regardless of whether she wants to be an influencer or not. Uh, like to, actually, to be perfectly honest, I feel like Michelle, it's, regardless of how about that life. She wants to keep teaching. I can tell. Absolutely. Uh, and if she doesn't, I don't blame her because teachers get paid dog shit and there's a lot of money to be made after you headline this show. But besides <laughs> the point, Michelle very clearly is taking this seriously. So like she's not just doing this process the data, but like she's trying to like make sure she's spending adequate time with everyone. So then that way, when she's sending dudes home, she knows she's sending them home because she's just like, I just don't see it with this person. Yes. Yes. So it's just like, if you're clearly the mature older person who's experienced so much as you are, you would be able to pick up on that cue of like, she's not just having fun. She's treating this seriously because she knows that this is supposed to end with an engagement. If she was just having fun, if she was just having fun, a lot of the dates would look a lot more like Claire's. Yeah. And like a lot more of the dates would involve like smooch time. We're not seeing her fucking kiss a bunch of dudes. We're not seeing her ogle at abs and be like, this challenge is when you strip for me. You know what I mean? Right. It doesn't feel that way for her. And like spring break mode, he's like, it's kind of a turnoff. It's like, eat, eat your own dick, Jamie. Eat your own. Yeah, because if Michelle was just trying to uh, do some thirsty dates, that dog fight could have been shirtless. Straight up. Oh, you know what else it could have been? If she, she, after basketball could have been shirt and skins. Buddy, she could just be like, look, whoever wants, like, this date could be literally just fuck time with Michelle. Right. Which also, obviously, if Michelle was here just for fun, like, there's no, nothing is. wrong with it. it is what it but is. But he's just clocking it wrong. That's like the right. whole point of this. Right. So fuck Jamie already, but fuck him even more. And then they go into the rose ceremony or like the cocktail and Romeo in a talking head is like, well, we know that like Brandon, Rodney and Martin have roses, but it's kind of like there's a fourth rose because Jamie's got such a connection with her. It's obvious she has a connection with Jamie. And he's counting Jamie as one of the roses. And, um, you know, Casey is kind of like, I want to explore. I want to expose this rat among us, you know. And then Jamie's like, I'm just Jamie being Jamie. You know what I mean? And anyway, I like how Leroy announced Michelle as she came down the stairs. He was kind of like, 
you know, and we're out here doing our thing. And here comes Michelle coming down the stairs, looking beautiful as ever. And uh, Michelle comes down and that dress. My God. My God. Uh, Nate pulls her aside and it looks like they're already in love and they just straight up run away. They like they go outside and they're like, Nate's like, do you want to just like run away? You want to leave? And she's like, yeah, I'd have to take my shoes off, though. And he's like, okay, do it. She's like, I have to do it quietly so no one could hear us. And then she takes off her shoes and then they run for a while into like a wooded area where they kiss up against a tree and the camera guy running with them must be exhausted with that heavy ass camera (laughs) running after them. And it's adorable. Get married already. I think that they're perfect. Nate and Michelle, I'm calling it. If they oh, don't on. end up together, I'm going to be very shocked. I'm going to question love as a concept. Nate has to be the one. It, it's on. Yeah. He's just, he just, he's so, he's so like, he's, he's a dude who, when he comes on screen and he talks and stuff, I'm like, am I straight? Yeah. Am I? Oh, that's what you go with. All right. Good for you, man. Keep questioning. That's never a bad thing. For me, it's like when he comes on stream, I'm like, ah, there's my buddy. I like you. Hey, there he is. He's someone who like, yes, he's like, I wouldn't say he's like hot. Like he's a handsome man. He's a handsome man. Yeah. Other people might say he's hot. And I know people because I'm in a group chat that has called him hot a bunch. But but that's not saying I'm not saying like I think he's like if I was either pan or gay or mm. I was a woman if you I would were be into a, Nate if you right. were into if Nate I was like swiping on the app and I saw him yeah. swiping right immediately yeah I get that and then I would meet him and I'd be like oh I'm gonna try to lock this down if yeah. we have a connection yeah uh, and that's just that's just like Nate just feels like. Good it's energy. one of those it is one of those where it's like even though in my personal opinion this is a fucked up thing to say to another person when mm-hmm. you're in the dating world uh-huh sometimes like when you meet someone who's just like stellar on all fronts you're like how the fuck are you still available which obviously the answer is because dating is atrocious but yes. he's just one of those where it's just like how has oh, he not yeah. been he must have either been hurt or has per has no, just man, not found the right person. It could also be that like he and a person that he like maybe nothing was hurt. Maybe nobody. Maybe it is what it is, and like he had to move to Austin and he had to split with a partner. You know what I mean? It could be circumstance. It doesn't necessarily have to mean that. But the point is like this dude is great, and every time he's on screen, he's either being charming or just being uh the the man. Like he's being the dude. Like he's being. Ma- th- what a champ he's being. You know what I mean? Hey, Will, chill on this. You'll look better in the long run. And it's like not worth it. This guy's small fry is fucking garbage. Don't worry about it. And when Jamie didn't reveal himself, he's like, whoever you are, whoever you are in this room right now who did this, know that I think you're small. Like he's not he's not saying he's like, I want you to know I'm disappointed. And then later on, well, we get to more after this because Casey goes digging for this rat and Rick just sits down with Michelle and he's like look a bunch of guys are talking about it and it's like it looks like 
None of us have been having these conversations. We have no idea where this stems from. And we're all just kind of racking our brains on who's not speaking to us and who's not who's lying to us. So it's kind of like we're in this weird position because we don't know who this is talking. She's like, oh, it's Jamie. She just flat out tells Rick. He's like, well, Jamie told me. And Nate calls Jamie over to Rick and Casey. <laughs> Nate, Rick and Casey are up on the second level just like talking at the banister. And then Nate goes, Jamie, Jamie goes over. He's like, Hey, Jamie, want to come up here and talk for a second? And Jamie goes up. <sighs> what a slimy piece of shit. This dude is Nate starts asking questions like, Hey, so we were just talking about it. And it's like, nobody in the house was really talking about it. And, uh, you know, Nate calls him out on being slimy. And Jamie's like, well, you know, we just got to like the, let the viewers see for themselves. And it's like, you talking about viewers like the viewers at home? Fuck the viewers. Why are we talking about episodes? You Are you threatened by Joe? I was like, Nate, you fucking champion. Who is this? Nate, Nate basically almost looked me in my eye watching at home being like, you can go fuck yourself. And I was like, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Fuck me. What are we talking Which about? Which is true. Though? Like, why are you talking? Why? We talking practice right now? We talking practice? Come on. Fuck that. Fuck that. And then Rick says, why didn't you just own up to it? And here's the thing about Rick is that the more we see him on screen, the more I'm like, this this man's got a lot of red flags to him that I can't really put my finger on. They're kind of poking out, but I don't understand why. It's a vibe thing. I think he needs therapy. Point is, Jamie is rolling his eyes while talking to Michelle. And it's like, fuck you, dude. And Michelle walks him out. That's it. I don't remember how the conversation went. I just kept looking at Jamie stewing because he was like, you know, not listening to Michelle, rolling his eyes. Fuck you, Jamie. Get to There was like one when Michelle confronted him and was just Mm -hmm. like, this, this, and that. And then Jamie kind of had this look of like, where it's just like, you know what the fuck she's talking about. Don't yeah. don't give this like, what do you yeah, mean? Don't pretend like, to be surprised. Don't don't do that, Jane. We we caught you in 4K. Like, don't. Mm. And then, oh, actually, you so know real the quick, cameras are good. He posted earlier this. Oh, wait. No, never mind. Never oh. mind. I take that back. Is this what you were saving? Uh no, he just had a point, uh, mm-hmm. a post where uh, he was like, character versus character, pay me a compliment and it's back to work. Show me a fault and it's back to work. Either way, I'm back to work. My truths, I still rep the show and I hope everyone enjoys the season. I still have love for the producers and the handlers who treated me first class. I still rep for my castmates and believe they are, they're a dope group of men. Bullshit. I still, I still rep for Michelle, who's one of the most quality women I've met. They can't okay. give her enough airtime to show you how truly amazing she is. I still rep for Bachelor Nation, who's shown me an outpouring yep. kindness, as well as for those who have reminded me why showing kindness is important. Wishing is y'all blessings. He said through he's this- never seen an episode of reality TV in his bio facts. He's never seen an episode of reality TV. And he's like, I rep the show. Yeah. It's All like, right. bro. That was a post that screams, I know shit's about to go down. So no, I'm uh take everything away. He's not allowed. You're done. Get out of here. Skedaddle. 
we get to Rose time. And we've already got Rodney, Brandon, and Martin with roses, which again, Brandon and Martin got roses. Huh? Joe, Rick, Leroy, Nate, Casey, Chris G, <laughs> Chris S, Clayton, Olumide, Romeo, and Will. And then I got, ha ha, fuck you, Peter. And then it, uh, it looks like Malik, Spencer, and Peter are gone. And some guy that I wrote down, who the fuck is, oh, yeah, that's that's Tuxedo Underwear Guy, LT. They're all gone. Oh, yeah. And you know what's pretty fun is Malik was talking shit about Rodney, but look who's got the rose, dude. I right, fuck off, dude. Eat it. Not a contender. That's why they kept that in the show, man. And I felt vindicated because your boy feels like an underdog. When it comes to dating, I'm feeling fine right now. Get out of here. Don't you don't you smile at me like that. Don't smile at me like that. This mustache is going to haunt you forever. All right. That's the episode we have. You wanted to bring something up about previews. No, I was just going to say my only fear is that in the preview, it looks like Nate and Rick uh, get into a fight. And Rick tries to pull the don't put your hands on me, which I feel no, like it's gonna... it wasn't Rick. It's Chris S. Oh, is it Chris S? Chris S goes full fucking Karen. That's what it and is. Where... Guess who called this shit? I the moment I saw this guy with his fucking package at the beginning, his 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 um his video package at the beginning of the show, I was like, I don't fucking care for this guy whatsoever. I do not trust him. He's trying to I hard. just hope, I just hope. Mm-mm. Nate, this confrontation does not fuck over Nate. Because I, I, I personally think Nate handles it well. I personally think, because I think Nate, even the hand putting on things, it was even like a fucking, I'm trying, it's just like, hey, bro, like, like, hey, hey, it's cool. We cool. Like, what are we yeah. doing? Like, lower like, your don't voice. You, you're going to put your hands on me? It's like, hey, listen, white man. But I feel like Michelle, because Michelle's a, a, a biracial woman. She's going to pick up that this white man's trying to pin it on Nate. And, and you know what, though? That's that's the thing is like, I think that with Nate on the show, first of all, Chris isn't only going for Nate. Chris is at it with other dudes in the house. Mm-hmm. They show a couple of things. Nate. He's not going to start swinging unless he swung on first. You get yeah. that vibe from him. Nate is a self-defense man. He will not yeah. lay hands on anyone unless hands need to be laid on. Meanwhile, I'm a tackle boy, which means I will fuck you shit up, but I will tackle you. I'm not at all. I talk shit. I try I, to de-escalate. I, I, de-escalate. I ain't a physical confrontation person. Now, if hands are thrown, I'm going to throw uh-huh. hands. Uh-huh. But I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure hands are not being thrown. Because I don't throw hands, man. I can't throw hands. I don't have hands to throw. I can't throw hands either. Why do you think I just started boxing <laughs> I'm oh, you can't fight. Yeah, okay. I've been doing boxing as a workout now. It's pretty fun. That's tight. I go elbows. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wanted. There you go. There you go. Oh, sit down. Sit down. It's the one thing Drop I learned bows from on. as a kid. Okay, you throw them bows. People's elbow on these bitches. Yeah. yeah. Touch your uh, toes. Um, should we do rose and thorns? It's time. It's time. What are you thinking? Uh, so I'm gonna go with thorns first. Uh, yeah, easy. Multiple thorns. One Brandon getting a rose. I, I don't get it. I don't um, understand. It. 
And here's the thing, Brandon, honestly, he's not a bad guy. He's, he's not just a bad guy. It's just one of those, like on that date, like that out of all of the dudes, I don't, okay. But here's the thing. I'd rather him be a child, but he's a good child versus like Jane or okay. Peter. Yeah. So Still, I'm sorry to hate yeah. on Brandon for solely because of his age. I feel like that's I, not he, it's not that his he's not how old is he? I don't think he's like 26. that. That's not like baby age. That's still like straight. He's a not like what's her face from Matt season who was right. like 21, Kit. 22 yeah. kid. I'm saying like this guy for some reason feels like he is like there is some stunting happening to the point where I'm like, guy, what's ha- like? Why can't you? What, where, why are you stuck in this high school way of flirting? Yeah. Is where I'm at. Yeah. Like where he like, he does that like mm, girl, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that thing. Where he like he saw a B2K video and he Yo, that's I was how just you about to say it was B2K shit. I was just about to say it was B2K. Don't start with me. Are you for real? Yeah, I just, are yeah, I just real? thought. I, I literally trying. was about to say B2K. Are you for real? Oh wow! See, this is why we host this together. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, uh, uh. My guy. Okay, cool. <laughs> it felt like some man. The man he does talk like he's the intro of a pe- of a 112 peaches and cream song. Yo, I was just about to say 112. I swear to God, I was literally making so I can talk about 112. I swear, are you, are, do you have Jagged Edge queued up in that next? <laughs> Chris fell off the chair. <laughs> Chris is on the floor. He literally fell out of his chair. <laughs> I you not. I was going to say Jagged Edge. <laughs> Let's get married. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Uh, this, oh. Yo, shout out the kicks. This really is the battle of the light skins. <laughs> <laughs> My God. My God. Shout out the jagged edge. Y'all had oh. hits. <laughs> Where the party at, baby? Oh, that was good. Good for us, man. Good for us. Sometimes we get an episode where we're like, fuck yeah, man. A little <laughs> moment like that. We get ourselves a good time like that. That's good. Good for us. Oh, Ooh, yes, us more uh, thorns. <laughs> Brandon getting uh, a rose is thorn number one. Uh, thorn number two is, this is going to sound weird. Hit me. Peter not getting a rose. I wanted to see his antics one more week. Give me, Give me a second. I, I, know. Totally Take your time. I totally agree. I totally agree. I know. I know. It makes no sense. It makes I, just no one sense. more. Just one more week. Just one more. It's I like wasn't when Victoria ready to didn't get a, a rose. New... Yes. Yes. Exactly. Or you're like, exactly. I agree with the decision, but like, I wanted one more one week more. of antics. One more. But I think the way it was damaging Will, I don't want it. But at the That's same true. time, I was like, if Peter was just making an ass of himself, I want yeah. more of that. Yeah. But he wasn't. He was being harmful and a piece of shit. So I'm glad he's gone, but I understand. Yeah, I to- I get it. Anyway, uh, last thorn goes to uh, Jamie. Just Jamie's yeah, existence. Jamie, fuck you, Jamie. Deal. How fucking Thanks. dare you? Eat, um, eat fucking sand and turn it into glass. Yeah. And stab yourself inside. You fuck. Roses. How that works. <laughs> yeah. Roses go to Michelle for being yes. continuing 
to be my favorite bachelorette thus far. Easily, um, no competition. Uh, another rose goes to Nate for his existence uh, every day. Uh, every day. Uh, I swear another to God, rose goes to Lawrence, my man Lawrence from wow, Insecure. Lawrence, I we out here, gang, gang. Lawrence ain't do nothing wrong. Uh, no, he did plenty wrong. Uh, I don't. I didn't watch Insecure, so I don't know. Oh, great show. I can't watch. I don't know how to watch it. It's on HBO. HBO. Yeah, I don't HBO. have HBO. Oh. Um, and then lastly, uh-huh. my last, my last rose. Oh boy. And I think we can both agree on this, buddy. Oh boy. My last rose. Peter Smirch. I mean, come on, bro. That shit. <laughs> I liked you better when you were on the floor. Okay. <laughs> Get out of here. Disgusted right now. Yeah, that's one of my thorns is you doing that one, one of my thorns is that happening right now what's your All right. thorn baby my thorns are the same as yours straight up I but I'm lumping Martin in there too I don't understand how Martin or Brandon got uh, roses uh, on the group date I get how they got roses in general but like that they stood out enough to get the group date rose mm-hmm. huh I have thorn also to Jamie Fuck you. All of you. The whole way through. Fuck you. I don't. I, a thorn to um, Rodney having a streak in the lobby. That's just, a, I guess, a more personal one. Yeah. Thorn to Peter and the producers for the jacket in the pool thing. And roses, Michelle. Obviously, Nate. Obviously, rose to Rodney. Rodney gets a rose, baby. Of course he does. And you know who else gets a rose this week? You know who fucking else gets a rose this week? I will tell you who gets a rose this week. I thought Leroy introducing, announcing Michelle coming down the stairs was very sweet. And it looked like it caught him off guard. It was like when um, Jamari saw her coming out and he was like, oh, there she is. I don't know what to do with my hands. (laughs) I thought that was so fun. That's that's and he's got such a cartoonishly deep voice, Jamari, and that was great. But Leroy was kind of like dorky about it. He was like, and we're having a nice time. And here comes Michelle down the stairs. And I was like, that's perfect. That's a it rose was very for me. cute. Also, rose for Will. You deserve it, buddy. Yeah. Born for Peter and his ass. You know, because Will is the only one who's just rightfully like just standing up. Peter, or at least who were being shown stand up to Peter. Well, I mean, Clayton starts to butt in, and then Peter's going, Mind your own business. Okay, yeah, but Clayton's a little bitch, and he doesn't exactly because Clayton with his goddamn size should grab Peter by the fucking neck and put his fucking ass in the pool, choke slam his ass. Oh, you think, oh, excuse me, if you do you think Michelle, if she came back to Peter being in the water, screaming at people and being like, What's going on? and he's like, Clayton. Clayton grabbed me by the throat and threw me in the pool. She'd be like, is this true, Clayton? He'd be like, yes. But do you know why that bomber jacket is also in the pool? She's like, that bomber jacket I gave to Will? Wait a second. Where is Will? And then Nate's like, he's crying. Miss Young. (laughs) He calls her Miss Young because it's a teacher thing. He's crying. He's like, why? What happened? Peter threw Will's jacket in the pool because... Peter thought Will was bullying him 
when he beat his ass in the physical competition you made us do. Michelle's like, it's a physical competition. There's no bullying involved if he's just doing the thing I'm asking to. And Nate's like, exactly. We thought the same thing, but Peter thinks differently. And Peter's like, okay, you guys are you guys are all crazy right now. Michelle's I'm saving like, oh, so lives I'm one crazy? slice at a time. Buy the shirt. Yeah. Buy the merch. I fucking if buy the anybody, merch. Chris, if you actually get me a cameo of this man, I will be upset that you put money in his pockets. Okay, I'm I will be upset. on whether buying you a shirt. <laughs> no, Mm-mm. it will be insulting because you will also get the wrong size for sure. There is no chance. There's no chance. And I'm saying that now, knowing full well that that's going to be the reason you don't get it. Not because I told you don't do it. And I'm also saying it knowing that you would probably guess the right size. You'd be fine. But like. I'm telling you this. Don't you dare. Don't put money in that monster's pockets. He will only nah, use it to try to find a way to vote for Trump a third time. If 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 I set money his way, it would be for a cameo. He better set it to like $12 and that's it. It better not be more than like fucking. You know, Peter's going to do. He's charging $30 for a shirt. What makes you think it's cameo is going to be any cheaper? How much do you think people charge for a bullet in his fucking skull? That dude sucks so much. I hate him. I don't. <sighs> I hate. I hate. I fucking. I cannot. I can't. I can't care for him breathing air. Do you know what I mean? I can't. I can't find it in myself to be kind about him. Truly can't. Like not even a little bit. I like he is awful. And Jamie, fuck you. We've been I always doing this episode knew, too long. I always knew Italian on Italian crime is just tearing up our It's not even being it's not about him being Italian. It's him being a piece of shit and then also being like, guess what? I am this way because I'm Italian. It's like, no, you're not. You're this way because you fucking suck. Now go fucking stop stop it. Go open your restaurant, you fucking idiot, if you're going to talk about it so much. Anyway, it's open. Bet- According to the Yelp, it's been open for a minute. Yeah? Mm-hmm. He keeps talking about other locations, apparently. Yeah, it must be like an expansion. Whatever. Because I sent you. I know you didn't say anything, but I knew you saw it. I sent you a I opened of- it. I'm not reading it. I'm not reading it. I'm not watching. I'm not going to read the Yelp reviews yet until after we're done. But I hate... I they should do a kitchen nightmares with him, and Gogo Ramsey should be like, "What are you doing? You're selling merch from your time on the Bachelorette." She didn't like you, eh? Yeah, she didn't like you. Your attitude stinks. And this walk-in is hideous. Oh, it's horrific. Anyway, that's a terrible impression. But your dog is up to you and looking at you like, "Hey, love me," and I would love you to love your dog. So we should go. We should stop this episode. And that's what we're going to do. Good night, everybody. We love you very, very much. Mm. We'll be back next week with guests and also not a two hour episode. Probably. We will try to keep it a little tighter because this is two hour episodes are long. And yet, what am I doing? I'm continuing to speak. You riddle me that. Okay. Chris, do you have anything else to say? Love you all. All right, everybody. Slice up a tea. Bye.
You let out that laugh. I swear to God, you better not stifle it. I did it for you. I did it for you. All right. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking piece of shit. (laughs) 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 (la